AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk. Comedians or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. It's Wednesday, April 8th. I'm Oscar Ramirez from the Daily Dive podcast in Los Angeles, and this is your daily coronavirus update. China has officially lifted the lockdown of Wuhan, the city where the coronavirus outbreak first emerged. When all this started, China shut down the city of 11 million and many countries took the same steps in some fashion. Now, the city is opening back up, but all is not as it was before. People can leave Wuhan, but a government-sanctioned phone app will have to affirm that they are not a contagion risk. Some businesses have set up street front counters so customers can get their goods without going inside, and schools remain closed. Marisa Fernandez, reporter for Axios, joins us for the end of the Wuhan lockdown. Thanks for joining us, Marisa. Thanks so much. So we had some interesting news on Wednesday. China has lifted the lockdown on Wuhan, the city where the coronavirus first emerged. And, you know, there's just this big symbol of the pandemic. It's killed tens of thousands of people there. They were kind of the first ones to shut everything down in this time. You know, in 2020 right now, you think this can only happen in a place like that with this authoritarian uh, system that they can shut something down so major. Cause you know, when we were seeing this on the U S side, you're like, wow, that's crazy. We could never do that here. But since then countries around the world and uh, to a large extent, even in the United States, we've had some version of this. Uh, Marisa, tell us uh, what's happened to China in, in recent times and why they're reopening now. So, yeah, like going off the point that you just mentioned, you know, we have half of the globe's population um, under some type of stay-at-home, work-from-home order, right? And that seems insane. Uh, And so what, you know, something that's become pretty clear to government leaders and 
public health leaders around the world is that society is going to look very different after all of this is over. It's going to be some type of new normal. Um, and this is the same case for Wuhan. Um, like you said, once the epicenter of China and the world in terms of, you know, the leading amount of deaths and leading amount of cases. Um, but it's 11 million people are finally being able to come out of their homes and their borders are being opened because there has been a drastically um, slow um, amount of people that have either contracted the virus or have died from the virus since it's um, 76 days that it's been on lockdown. Yeah, and, you know, everything really, since obviously it first emerged there, the coronavirus, everything that we've been looking at, studies that we've been looking at, everything is starting there, you know, how the virus has affected people. Um, uh, treatments, possible treatments. You know, we're looking to China for a lot of things to see how they handled it, and then we can modify it for ourselves. And all eyes are going to be on Wuhan for some time to see how they rebound, how they start opening shops again. And, and there's some, uh, there's a little bit of that already. There, they have new, uh, uh, some new rules still in place, uh, restrictive measures. Um, that, you know, we're going to have to see if those things work for us. So tell us a little bit about some of those things, how people are moving and how businesses are starting to open. Absolutely. Yeah. To go off what you were saying, you know, Wuhan is opening up its borders when Europe and the U.S. aren't anywhere near that point. Right. You know, we all see those big, um, crazy kind of projections of, you know, the bell curve and we're just not anywhere near that point yet. Um, and so China is tracking the comings and goings of all of its people um, rather carefully. One scenario that no country wants to happen is that they reach their peak and see that slow and then all of a sudden they see a resurgence in cases. Um, it's definitely worst case scenario. So like you said, all eyes are definitely going to be on, um, you know, the handling of this. Um, and businesses had been slowly trying to reopen in the past few weeks, um, you know, but there's still a lot of hesitancy and public anxiety, um, not only going back to work, but, you know, public transit is, um, you know, not as full as it once was. Congregating in outdoor spaces is just finally starting to, you know, see people in public with families, older individuals finally congregating. Um, and so, that's not something an industrious economy, you know, like Wuhan can quickly bounce back from. Yeah, one of the interesting things is how people can move and the tracking that goes involved into it. Uh, you know, we always <laughs> we have to draw these parallels to how things would happen here in the United States. I don't know if it would get that far here, but people can leave after presenting to the authorities these government sanctioned phone apps that say based on their addresses and recent travels and everything, whether they're risks for the contagion. So, I mean, these, some of these rules in place are very, very strict. And as far as the businesses go, you know, a lot of them are setting up kind of street front counters. So customers can buy some of their items without having to enter the stores. And, and, you know, as I said, what are they doing? How will it be implemented here? Stores here in the United States, you already see, people limiting the amount of people entering. But, you know, could this be done for some smaller stores? These are all things that we're going to be looking at. 
Absolutely. I mean, going back to the, uh, the you know, the government um, tracking everybody's medical and travel history through an app. I mean, that's definitely not something you would see here. Um, and, you know, um, a New York Times article um, posted on Tuesday had mentioned that, you know, the uh, Chinese transit expects, you know, 55,000 people to travel out of the province by Wednesday. Well, that's if you are allowed to travel, right? You know, if you are, you know, some type of medical history or travel history, um, you need you need clearance before you can actually get on a train and go somewhere. What are they planning to do as far as their big, um, their bigger factories, uh, you know, uh, Honda, things like that, uh, and, and the vast amount of workers that need to get into small spaces and work in these factories and, uh, you know, what, are there any plans for that? Um, in terms of Honda, there's a lot, like I said, a lot of these places are surging. These, you know, that's something that, uh, you know, you can definitely force people to come, but it's more of a voluntary basis. Um, and, I know a lot of places are looking differently in terms of like how to produce back to that full capacity. But in, when you look and see, you know, what's being produced, it's all about demand. And if people aren't driving, then that right. demand also isn't necessarily needed. So it's, it's, it's really a, a tricky balance that I know everyone's going to be watching. You know, I keep saying we're looking to Wuhan and to China as a model to see how we react, uh, you know, how to change our reaction or modify what we're doing. There's been a lot of skepticism about their statistics. Also, uh, you know, people think that maybe they really weren't counting a lot of cases or maybe the number of deaths weren't as high as they think they might've been. Uh, so that's another concern too, is that, you know, the government there has not always been so forthcoming with a lot of, uh, a lot of what's going on there. So that's another thing that we'll have to factor into how we respond to this, you know, using them as an example. Absolutely. There are tons of questions um, about the veracity of China's count, you know, what, but, you know, I want to say, you know, what's kind of clear on that, you know, more so is that this measure to reopen um, Wuhan wouldn't necessarily be done if it weren't under control. So you can definitely see, you know, this is after 76 days of a complete shutdown of 11 million people. Um, So, it's definitely going to be, you know, worth watching on what they can do. But yeah, you make a very good point in terms of, you know, the data um, has definitely been really tricky and questioned by a lot of different governments. Yeah. I mean, but you make the point as well too. Uh, why would they do this to themselves? Why would they <laughs> reopen if they weren't ready for it yet? And, and I know that, you know, economies are being crippled a, a, across the world and, and we want to get back to work and we want to get that going, but yeah, why would they do that to themselves? So it, it's not really, in their benefit to, to approach it that way. But for now, I mean, you know, we're really going to see the kind of this full circle for them, you know, starting there, shutting everything down. Now they're reopening and, and hopefully for them, things do come back. Uh, but as I said, all eyes on them in the meantime to see how it happens. And, and hopefully there's, you know, with the reopening, there is no re reemergence of the virus. Uh, you know, it doesn't start spreading. I think, uh, this week or so was the they've only reported three new cases in the last three weeks and zero deaths mm -hmm. since this whole thing started. So they are uh, have turned this point and hopefully they can maintain that. Absolutely. 
Marisa Fernandez, reporter for Axios. Thank you very much for joining us. Thanks for having me. I'm Oscar Ramirez, and this has been your Daily Coronavirus Update. Don't forget that for today's big news stories, you can check me out on the Daily Dive podcast every Monday through Friday. So follow us on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcast. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.